This presentation is from Succeeding in Design 2022, Melbourne. Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you, and thank you, everyone of the organisers, and such amazing talks. Um, I'm so grateful being here today, and yeah, this is one of my first times speaking in front of an audience for a very long time, so thank you. So yeah, as Mag said, I'm going to be talking about a topic that is quite personal and close to home, and that is the power of saying no, which is really about like pushing back when you need to. Before we get into it, I have a confession to make. I am a former people pleaser. So what that means is I generally do love helping people. Um, every time I do a person in personality test, it always comes up as being like the helper or the people pleaser. Um, and I know like there are a lot of great strengths to being a helper, right? Like I can help some of my friends or maybe it's a big favor at work. But um, I also am a naturally not really a non-confrontational person. Don't really like, like I didn't really like to have those difficult conversations. And especially when I was young, I was looking to make a good impression and please people. So that tended to lead me to being a people pleaser where I used to say yes to things in my personal relationships and, in my, and at my work that I didn't necessarily want to say yes to. But the key thing is former, right? I'm here today because I really want to like build confidence in you all and show that I've come on the other side and I really find a lot of satisfaction actually in pushing back. So I kind of want to start off with a story. Um, I'm going to take you back to storytelling. I love that. Um, I'm going to take you back to four years ago. I was still at Open Table, so I've been there for a while. Um, this is a bit of my design team who are all actually still working with me today. So that's awesome. And, you know, I was a senior product designer working on a few initiatives um, with my product manager and my engineering team on a range of things, you know, we were helping restaurants create really efficient operations and I was loving it and I still do. Um, so with that, a year prior to this, I'd just been promoted and I was really praised on being proactive and helping out in a lot of different initiatives. But with that meant I was juggling a lot of things. So I actually also really love design systems. And so we didn't really have a design systems team at the time. So designers and engineers would come up to me all the time. Oh, wait, before that, I'm going to quickly talk about <laughs> this is like the slides. Um, so when the design engineers and everything were coming up to me, they were like, hey, can you help out in this? But I had two priorities that actually that was really important to me. It was my main project work with my engineers and my product manager, but also my personal life. Uh, I still feel that's really important today, but especially that then I was working in San Francisco. So my social life was really important. So these are my main two priorities, right? That was my goal. <laughs> um, but as I said, the engineers and designers kept coming up to me and be like, hey, can we update this component? I'm like, okay, fine. Yep, sure. I'll do that. <laughs> um, also, I loved making relationships with stakeholders. So whether it was someone from brand or for marketing, I would get requests all the time being like, hey, can you update this screen for me? Or I've got feedback for this. Can you help out? And then I also was really passionate about my actual design team and helping out with culture. So my manager would always come up to me at the time and be like, hey, can you update this onboarding deck or help out with this team activity? 
And then you can see all of a sudden my main priorities, which was my work with, I had to work with my product, product manager and my personal life was just like getting put to the side because of all of these requests that I actually was just saying yes to quite straight away. I specifically remember one time I was working in the office and a stakeholder slacked me and was like, hey, Benaz, can you just quickly update these screens for me for this marketing material? And I didn't really think about it too much. I was just like, yep, yeah, of course, like straight away without not thinking um, or not really knowing how urgent that was going to be. And then I actually ended up spending all afternoon doing this task. And then I spent, had to spend the night working on the product, product stuff that I needed to do. And so then that was another key thing to be like, damn, I'm putting someone else's priorities in front of my own. I didn't even know if it was like priority or not. It actually even got to the point where my manager started to notice, right? She started to bring it up in our one-on-ones and also came up in my performance review. She said, Benaz, you're doing great. Like you're super proactive. You're helping out in a lot of the areas. Thank you so much. But how are you scaling yourself? Because if you were to leave or if you got sick, you're just too, we're too dependent on you. And also how are you making sure that you're focused? So this question, how are you scaling yourself? I truly not even lying. You should bring it up in my one-on-ones. And actually, even to this day, it's a different manager. We all ask ourselves in a room, what are you saying no to? So I want to be clear as I've said yes to a lot of opportunities in my career, and it's been really helpful. I'm not where I am today because of the opportunities I've said yes to. But why I'm here today and why I'm saying this is so important is that saying no has been just as important for my career. And I wouldn't be where I am today as a manager if I hadn't said no to a lot of things. But you know, like many women, I was wired to believe that if I was helpful, I would get ahead. Especially for me, I people please because I didn't really want to rock the boat or cause too much confrontation. Um, but when, you know, when I was saying yes to everyone else, I was really saying no to the things that really mattered to me. And I think what we fail to realize and what I fail to realize a lot in my career is that the power of saying no has really truly what's made me stand out and prove my worth. So that's why I'm really excited to talk to you about this today and hopefully bring a lot of confidence for you and finding those opportunities to push back. So, I'm really curious to know, I mean, you're hearing my story. I would like to see a raise of hands if anyone can relate. And if not, that's okay. But if you can, if you relate like that, you're a bit overwhelmed with the work you're doing. Maybe you struggle to find time with things that matter to you. Um, or maybe do you pretend to agree with people? Maybe you don't necessarily agree to. Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, that's been me. And, you know, like it still comes up but now and then. It's just being socially aware that this stuff can happen. Now, if you didn't really raise your hands, that's awesome. I'm really like, that's really great. But I want to acknowledge that though you may not identify as a people pleaser or someone that says yes to a lot of things, you may be working with someone that does. Um, in general, people pleasers, careful, thoughtful, empathetic, which, surprise, surprise, is like commonly traits that we see in women. And for me, I was hiding a lot of my challenges behind a smile and like a can-do attitude. So no one would really know that I was struggling or really necessarily people-pleasing. 
So next time, maybe you ask someone for a request, um, really ask yourself, like, what do they have there on their plate? And if you're seeing that they're struggling, maybe you can help them prioritize their work as well. I want to talk about why saying no is so important, because I think it's sometimes, especially if you're new in your career, you think that you want to do everything to prove your worth. But this is why I'm here to say, like, this is equally as important. So I've got some numbers, like storytelling. Um, I did a little bit of research, but in general, as I said, it is, I'm not, I wasn't surprised when I found this um, statistic that a report was done and out of all the women and men, majority of the women people please, not surprising, as I said, we tend to be more empathetic and um, thoughtful. But what does that lead to? Well, as I said, and you could see it in my role, I was just doing more work compared to perhaps some of my coworkers. And uh, from a report, 55% of work is actually assigned to women versus 45% of that work is assigned to men. Why is that? Obviously for people pleasing, there are other reasons as well. But in general, as us women, we tend to do more invisible work. This is not just in our uh, work life. Um, we tend to do more invisible work and maybe like non-promotional work. Basically, the work that the men have been assertive to say no to, we have to, we're doing. And I think Warren Buffett says it the best when he says, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. <laughs> I gotta put that in my brain, put it as a poster. So firstly, saying no is going to create focus on things that matter. Another quote that I remember, let's see if I remember it well, is by um, Steve Jobs. He says, focusing is always about saying no. So if you think about your career goals, just make sure that you're hitting them. And if you do all of everyone else's requests, how are you going to make sure that you hit your goals and stay on track? The other one, which I really love, is it's going to respect your time because your time is a finite resource. So just how I was working late night doing my work, um, that was going to lead to burnout. And so it's super important we respect your time and energy, but also trust me, it's going to respect the, your, it's going to earn you respect from your coworkers. If they see you creating those boundaries, if you're not going to work after hours and I'm not going to respond to this message after like during my focus time, it's gonna create some really open and honest conversations with them versus just saying yes to something straight away. And this is really something that I really resonate with. Saying no will further your career. As much as you sometimes think, how will it? Um, let's think of all like the great leaders that you know today. They have common traits in being assertive, in delegating and in prioritizing. So we just really need to like remember those traits and just basically embody them because that's going to help us ladder up. Okay, so I've got a, I've got a few tips on what we could do to start people pleasing, but before I go into it, I want to know why. So I'm going to give three scenarios. First scenario, you're in a one-on-one with your manager. Before you go into the one-on-one, you're feeling a bit overwhelmed with the current work that you're doing. You're running a few different initiatives. And in the one-on-one, -on -one, she comes up to you, or they come up to you, and they're like, hey, there's a new initiative that's coming about. I think you'd be great at leading it. 
And straight away, we're not thinking too much. You just go, yeah, sure, thank you. Um, I'll happily do that. And then after the one-on-one, -on -one, you're like, wait a minute, I was already overwhelmed, and now I've got this in my plate. How am I going to be doing everything? So that's scenario one. Scenario two, you're focused, at, you're working from home, got your headphones on, really got some music going in your focus time, and someone slacks you and is like, hey, are you really quick free right now just to jump on a quick call? And you put your headphones off and you put your music down and you're like, jump on that call and you put all your music, you put all your work aside. The other scenario is you're actually now in the office. Again, got your headphones on, at your desk, working away. Someone comes up to you and taps you on the shoulder and is like, hey, I just want to really quickly run this by you. Can I get your feedback? And you go, of course, yes, <laughs> thank you. And then you get up out of your desk and you go and help them. In all of those scenarios, you've just gone and really didn't really think too much and said yes straight away before thinking, was that actually something that you really wanted to do? Um, so the quote from Vanessa Bonds I found really resonated with me, which was, one of the most fundamental needs is for social connection and a feeling that we belong. Saying no feels threatening to our relationships and that feeling of connectiveness. So there are many reasons why we people please or why we say yes to things before we even realize that that's something we should be doing. Firstly, as women, we are wired to help, right? At a young age, we're taught to help others and we receive positive feedback when we do. If you think back to like high school, getting good grades um, or helping your mom around the house, right? And it's very much in our nature as women especially with societal pressures to be the caretakers and the nurturers and put other people's needs first. And I definitely want to say that this is commendable for us of helping others in need. I'm just seeing it now stretch into the workplace where we think that we should say yes to everything that comes our way. The other thing is fear of conflict. I'll be honest, that was me. Um, I, as a senior designer back then, did not want to have a challenging conversation with someone. It was far easier to say yes. And the other thing is we maybe don't want to be seen as difficult. Uh, you want to kind of be seen as like the go-to person at work. And especially as women, I think we've got extra societal pressures. If we don't do anything, we may be stereotyped or afraid that we'll be stereotyped as bossy or moody. And the other thing is probably the interesting one is you may be new to an industry or a career, just starting out as a designer. And I understand this is probably one of the most challenging times to push back because you are trying to prove yourself and make a good impression. So I understand that, but I'm also going to convince you that this is also a great time to like create a good impression as well. And you may be people pleasing and saying yes to everything because you want a promotion. And we can see that all of the opportunities and even me, when I was doing all of those things, I saw that, saw that as evidence to get promoted to the next level. But if you can learn from my thing, my boss thought it as I'm not really prioritizing my work. And also as we're working remotely, we have less face time with our coworkers and our managers. And so we may be doing more than we should purely just to like have more rapport and relationships, like the quote said, being more connected with our employees. So, now I'm just gonna go into things that you can do because people pleasing is actually, it's a learned behavior 
And for me, I've gotten over that. It's been a lot of practice and a lot of conscious effort. So here are some things that I kind of like started to do. Firstly, one reminder is really take your time to respond. You're not obliged to respond right away. Now there's two different types of like requests that come in. There's a request that come in like on Slack and email. And then there's a request that like someone like was tapping you on the shoulder or if they're in a meeting. I understand that they're different, but the response should be the same. You should be really like, you should, especially when someone's tapping you on the shoulder, I think there's like an element of panic. But um, <laughs> maybe it's just me. I like freak out and I say yes straight away. Um, but I, so I've got some quotes here and they may be too small for you to read. I'm going to read them out. Uh, whenever someone's asked you something and you don't really know if you should do it or not, try saying this. Say, I'm going to think about it and get back to you at the end of the week. You're saying end of the week, so it's giving them a little bit of timeline, but you're not rushing for an answer. And if you truly don't know what to do, just say, let me get back to you once I check with my manager. And so you can really practice those sentences. And so maybe the next time someone asks you to do something, really take a second and ask, is this going to cause me stress? And do I actually have time for it? Versus being like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Say you've gotten that request from someone and now you're trying to figure out if it's actually something I should do. Really now my favorite is prioritize this. Um, I've used this in the past, the Eisenhower method, uh, which has really helped me realize if this is something urgent and important I should do or something I should just like not do at all. And so if you haven't used this, I would really recommend. I love this guy. <laughs> um, another thing that we can definitely do rather than saying a flat out no, but I do want to say, just remind you that no is a complete sentence, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yes, I know I don't want to end up with a but, but we are, we were sadly in a workplace where like we want to be seen as like team players. Um, so though I would love, like we could just say no, I'm loving that. Um, how about we be a bit more helpful as a team player? we can provide alternatives. And so you can maybe say something like, this is not my area of expertise, but Amy would be better to help in this area. Giving it to someone else. <laughs> no, you'll worry. Um, oh, actually, I really like doing this one. So it's, I can't get to it this week, right? So you're like full on flat out no, but here are some resources that can help you in the meantime. So I've done that a lot. I'm like, here's some links, go and you know, keep busy. <laughs> I did that yesterday, actually. It was really fun. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, and this is for me, uh, was really helpful, is just practice, but like start small. Um, we want to build your confidence over time. So maybe you can say no to something that's not really that scary, like a salesperson. Or for me, it was saying no to like my friend who like wanted to go for coffee, but I just wanted to stay in bed, right? So like just like small things and you can build your confidence. Also, whether it's pushing back or if it's giving feedback, if it's anything that's challenging, I've been writing everything down. So that's really helped me rehearse as well. Also, one way of really telling someone that you're busy is by not telling them at all, is by showing it in their calendar. So I'm sure a lot of you guys already do this, but creating focus blocks on your calendar is gonna help communicate to that person that, okay, she's not gonna respond right away, she's in her focus time. 
And this is really, really important, but we definitely want to acknowledge the request that's coming in. Everyone's trying to do their best, show that we've got positive intent. But as women, we should not be over-apologizing, especially not apologizing for the work that we haven't done. Um, as a designer and a manager, I'm very conscious of the times that I say sorry at work. And it's, to be honest, it's not that often. Uh, I found this statistic and you wouldn't be surprised. Women are 25% more likely to say sorry than men. So instead of saying sorry, maybe, and we still want to acknowledge the request, you can say something like, as much as I love a challenge and I really appreciate your faith and my ability to get things done, I can't commit to this as I've already prioritized this week. So just being really assertive, that's a very much a quality we need to be remembering. And lastly, I want to acknowledge that saying no to your boss is probably going to be more intimidating than saying no to your coworkers. But as a manager, it is our priority to make sure that you're not at capacity. So say in a scenario and that scenario was like, hey, I think you should work on um, this thing and you're very overwhelmed. Put it back to the manager um, and put it back in their court if they can help you prioritize. So if you could say something like this to your manager next time, thank you for thinking of me for this. If this is a priority, I can work on this right now. But what should we deprioritize to make space for this? To be honest, if someone, if my, one of my designers like came up and said that to me, I would be extremely impressed. <laughs> and that just goes back to if you can show those skills, that is a level of how you can step up and be a, like show leadership. So if there's anything to end on, I hope I've given confidence for you to remember that like behind every no, there is a yes. Um, and really no is not a sign of weakness at all. It's actually the opposite. It's going to show that you've got self-awareness, you've got time management, you can prioritize your work, and you've got really great communication skills as well. Like for me, I know I've changed a lot from like that back designer that you saw back in the day with that straight hair. Um, and I now, you know, as a manager, I've probably got more challenging times for me to say no, but actually I swear like every time someone asks me something and I can either push back I get kind of excited because that's like another reason to like show my worth and everything. So thank you so much. And yeah.